0: Welcome to Bachelor Theory. My name is Julia Delois, and I am joined today by such a gorgeous little gem of a guest. Y'all, when this guest and I spoke for the first time, she said something that was so shocking to me, so deranged, so absolutely demented. I thought, I need to get into this person's mind, crawl around in this rotten little space, and I will we'll get to what that thing was. First, I gotta bring her on. Y'all, she is a TV writer. She's a comic. You might recognize her work from the Chris Gethard show. You might recognize her work from her very own advice show, formerly known as Dyke Vice. And now you might recognize her from Bachelor Theory. Please welcome to the pod Robbie Hoffman.
1: Hi, thank you for having me. What did I
0: say that was so shocking? Well, you're gonna save it for a reveal. Robbie your mind keeps getting more and more interesting because it's so fascinating to me that you could say something that has like kept me up every night since then and you don't even fucking remember oh my the god thing, yeah. you said you fucking you said you loved Lauren Lauren B you said you love Lauren B love Lauren B okay and you love Ari. <laughs>
1: <bash>. Becca <laughs> and, and Lauren B okay so tell us he about made that before, call. Yeah,
0: before we get into this episode, please tell us where you're
1: coming from on that. I think with Lauren B, she was super undervalued. I think, I think because she was so non-dramatic yeah, during boring, people thought boring, but in truth, what <laughs> boring, she was being misconstrued as boring. She actually was quite kind. And a show like this doesn't really get to highlight kindness. That's not like where you're going to be shining on a show like this. So in fact, she came off boring because we didn't get a lot of drama from her, but in fact, she was quite kind and many, many instances she had to get involved with drama and where people were trying to rope her into drama. She always stayed really poised. Um, And it's something you really don't see a lot. And she just would keep kind. And it, and it is the harder decision to make. As a non-kind person, as somebody who doesn't always make the kindest choice, I do realize the self, like the the the, the self-motivation or the what's the word? The when you're not not motivated, but not determined um disciplined the discipline oh my to god be, we did it we to, did to it. be kind is very difficult it is hard for people to pick the kindest option in every situation and you will be tested and god knows this show tests you so this god show will test you Lauren. do not do the kindest option and every turn she continued to be um, and it wasn't glitzy and it wasn't glammy. And I have I, I, I have a feeling that when cameras were off, she was a lot more comfortable. Yeah. She was somebody who could like, like, she could never live with a roommate because she would be with a roommate. She would always sense another body there. Even if they had big spaces, she's the kind of person who would sense somebody else there and adjust herself accordingly. So I did get the impression that the camera was not a friend for her. She really was immediately, you know, she could not forget about it. Um, And he ultimately made the I don't think I think Becca,
0: I don't care for Becca, I'll say like that. Like
1: annoying. Yeah, annoying. Comes eh. to mind. Do the
0: damn thing, um, yeah.
1: Do the damn, like anybody with a mm. catchphrase I am yeah, so yeah,
0: yeah. suspicious
1: of. it's Especially weird. that
0: catchphrase because it's so like, it's like, I'm like a rowdy, I'm like a girl, a fun time girl, you know?
1: Yeah, and you're not, you bore me. Yeah, you're boring. the real bore. Wow. You're the real bore. Becca, comes did you hear boring, us? But you, but you don't realize that underneath it all, she's actually, she's probably, you know, very fun in other ways that she wouldn't be in front of the camera, you know, behind closed doors and the privacy of her own boudoir, whatever it is, he made the right choice. And by the way, they're still together.
0: They are still still together. together. Yeah. And by the way,
1: and I called that the day I agreed with it from the get go. (laughs) I said, he better go back and get that girl. And you know what he did? And they're still together. And so what yeah. is, is I also unconventionally, I liked Ari. Now, a lot of people did not like Ari. Now, to be fair, and I, I, and I must admit this, um, but admittedly, I did think he was Jewish and I liked him automatically <laughs> that's right, uh, because that's his right. name was Ari, which is like a Jewish name. It means lion. It's very popular um and And then you found out you couldn't go
0: backwards
1: and I couldn't go back yeah he got me like the whole season I'm like see they're Jews they're not telling anyone (laughs) like they're not with the bachelor nation they just we can't you know Well, what what about the thing
0: oh right 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 and we will get to oh my god we will get to how fucking prayer soaked this finale episode was uh but uh what did you what do you think about Ari being on sort of a, a, a men's rights bender is that what he is? I have not. Yeah, well, up. So, so here's the
1: thing. I also, I, I, once I finish with the season, I move on to the next one. You know what I, I mean? Well. I, supp- I never regret well. a decision, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but if he's doing men's right, I mean, it checks out for him.
0: Well, okay. See? So the thing Nothing. that he's getting rowdy about Robbie is that, um, is that, you know, like because of COVID men cannot be like in the hospital room with their wives who are. Okay giving birth uh shitty situations sucks all around Ari is really taking this and running with uh a narrative of like they're discriminating against husbands and like what's next all of men's rights are uh being emot- uh, eroded you know um and well, that's, this is, that's yeah. kind of the the, the the grounds on which he's building his his men's rights activism right and that you know shocks me
1: zero and it's also one of those things where here's the point and here's Ari. Sure, you know, sure. Like when you when you it's like when men started complaining about like women wanting equal rights and they're like, So yeah, I'm not opening a door for a woman, like chivalry. Why she yeah, should pay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh that's what women are screaming about. You heard right. It. right you know what right. you heard? Women are asking to be paid the same at work. And what you heard is when you go to dinner, she
0: should pay. Or they think this is what or even, worse you. Than that, even worse than that when they're like, women want equal pay. That means I should be able to punch a woman in the face. This <laughs> is what they heard. Exactly.
1: So here's the point. Here's you. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Here's the point. Here's you. Yeah. You know, I, I joke about, you know, men should pay. You know, it makes me sick. Obviously, my little sister dating men and hearing oh, about men oh, not paying on the first so date. Of and that, and yeah. I mean, it's like, it's easier for you to make money. You better at least have some. Okay. Yeah. It's, you know, it's been, you, you've you had some years ahead of us to get it in the bank, get it in the bank. Mm-hmm. Chivalry is different from equality. Chivalry is manners and it's a fun, sexy thing. Okay. Nobody is saying that we want to be unattracted to you men. Okay. So keep the good parts and fix the broken parts. Lose the rest. Lose being here And yeah, so Ari jumping to that is the same thing. You know, um, I equate it with the same people who look at, uh, feminism and go, okay, so now it's, so that's it. So, so I, you know, shut up. Okay. What yeah, you heard, yeah. the one little thing you heard is not the point. Um, it doesn't surprise me at all. It's such an annoying angle to, but again, these are unintelligent people. To him, so you- this is the smartest he's ever been. To him, <laughs> he's seeing this. And he goes, aha, this is a gotcha moment for him. Mm -hmm. This is the kind of thing that's like, you know what? I was always doubtful about this feminism. Right, I
0: knew it. I knew it, yeah. Peter
1: Ginsburg did (laughs) in her ascent. Yeah. You know, using these- loophole cases using these cases that show that men weren't treated equally based on their sex to show mm-hmm. that this is happening to women as a whole. higher suicide you know? rate yeah. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah 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 so you know like she did famously this case where what where a father lost his wife she died suddenly something and this was a single father and he wasn't entitled to uh, you know, uh, benefits from the state for being mm-hmm. a single yeah. father because he was a man and only women were getting that at that time. So they showed, isn't that discrimination? And so they ended up using that case to help many women in, you know, in the reverse situation. So this is what he thinks. He thinks he's being, being a brainiac maniac. Mm-hmm. This is the smartest this person could be. So I'm also not faulting him because he is trying so hard. You know, he just, it's like, have you ever watched Sister Wives on TLC?
0: I never have, but I've watched Guilty everything in that genre. In yeah, but yeah, yeah, I would love it. I'm, I'm not pleasure. saying I, like I'm worth, above it. I would fucking love it.
1: Worth watching. But it's like Cody Brown, who's the head of this family. He's got four wives. Oh, there. wait, is he one of the
0: wives named Robin? Robin?
1: Yes. Okay, she's the yep. only one. That they're yep. really the only two in an actual relationship, Cody and Robin. The other ones are in partnerships of sorts to uh, even non, you know, to even... Platonic would be an overstatement for what one of the relationships is, but anyway, he's this patriarch, and he's married to these four women, and he can't—you know—he has not a single good relationship with anyone. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. when he's thinking, he thinks so hard. Like when you when you watch him, it's like <laughs> it's like he's like really like furrowed brow. He's like,
0: so I started thinking yeah. maybe
1: they all want lunch. <laughs> yeah it's like he thinks for him to exist in a planet like he has to think so hard all of the time he's so just then when, like putting really those hard.
0: men in those positions it's like now we just gave this guy his own fucking tv show now we like put ari at the center that i mean when you give them platforms, yeah. platform yeah, it's yeah. Like, this guy is really thinking
1: so overstated. hard this is yeah. the best he came up with um this is him being political and i don't even blame because again all of these people are incredibly unintelligent um in that season at least Uh, becca i did see fun fact out at a bar near my house becca's just overall general look i was also sick of like this like this very like peasant top thing like yeah, i'm yeah. like okay yeah. it's not you're telling me you like, at a bar
0: near your house and i'm just like like my mind is like immediately blank like i'm like oh, cool what do i even ask about it? you know what i mean like no i know and I-, I was almost gonna go up to like- her
1: it's like so empty the bar was like on an off night it's somewhere oh, that yeah. i used to just go and kick it like on one of those nights and she came yeah. thinking it was like a scene because it's a bit of a sceney place but not on these like i go the nights like not on the weekend
0: mm-hmm. i think
1: she thought it would be like it is sometimes like people who are need to be seen are seen there but she's not the people need to be seen there's like regular right. people like me and then there's like a couple need to be seeners she doesn't quite fit anywhere it was awkward it was actually uncomfortable for everybody because we love a need to be seer if it's a right room. right
0: oh somebody love. walks yeah, in
1: yeah. all about it but then with this category you're going Anyway, I just felt sad for her because I kind of didn't know the vibe and, and whatever. So wow. Good luck to her. She was, you know, good she, luck to, yeah, to Ari and luck. Lauren.
0: You know. Good luck.
1: And her. I love Ari and Lauren together. I hope he comes to his senses. Somebody smarter will talk to him. Yes. Um and tell him, you know, somebody smarter has I to say you. you sound it's dumb.
0: It's, yeah, yeah. You
1: yeah. know, um, it's actually, I know you think this is so smart, but it's actually really incredibly really, intelligent really and stupid. So it's actually, you know, he has to be told that because right now he's being like oh my God, I could be really smart. I actually mm-hmm. was smart. And now I am. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, with bravery, but it's, see, that would be the
0: unkind choice to make. Wow. Robbie, I gotta beautiful. say, so. I gotta say with your first theory, you have knocked me off my feet. Uh this this is the theory. This is why we do this, you know? This, this is, is why we do this. Theory. I didn't think we'd be rehashing seasons, but it's worth This podcast belongs to you now. I hate to burden uh, you with it, but I might have, have to fun. come back tomorrow. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. We
1: have so much. We haven't even
0: hit a currency <laughs> We've had 6 seasons mm-hmm. in between to get to. I know. Okay, so all right. Um so let's start with uh the parents, right? Okay. I love the finale episode. Meeting the parents is always fabulous hometowns fabulous me the them meeting the partners of them uh, fucking fabulous whatever what I am so interested in is like the families and like how well or not well they like put on the little show you know exactly. <laughs> that the show wants them to put on now something that was missing uh from this finale episode that I tend to love is that uh usually when the family meets the two final people it is like clear that they fucking hate one and they just have to kind yeah. of like roll with it uh but these ones i mean mom was crying both times uh brother was asking yeah. the hard questions loved the brother yeah. would love to see would love for him to host the bachelor franchise now yeah literally uh, yeah, kind of uh it was kind of equal what was your what was your assessment of that Well, you know, I thought that the
1: mom really loved Michelle, and the brother really loved um, Rachel. Sure. Okay, like it kind of kick it with Rachel. Um, First of all, I think the brother should be the next bachelor, I'd love to see
0: bachelor with a grill. I'd like this is to what really i really I mean, like this idea came to me when i was watching this a bachelor in paradise but it's all siblings of that's so good like the people that we've met that's so good if that gets made you're suing you're making
1: your money back yeah you yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. on this one you okay. heard it here you heard mm-hmm. it here um and i love a good lawsuit please include me bcc me on all documentation Absolutely. I you're, in. you're in okay thank you thank you thank you um Okay. So yeah, I thought here, like, yeah, you know, the mom, like, liked them both really loved Michelle, but it's like, nobody wants your mom shouldn't love the girl.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: It's you're not doing it. The mom never should love the girl. The mom should almost have a Freudian jealousy. That's when you know you've picked the right one. Right. Okay. The mom should be at odds with the girl. This is how I feel. Okay. The mm-hmm. same with the dad and the dudes. You don't mm-hmm. want daddy loving the dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's dad loves the dude. It's You're not, not fucking. You're not it's fucking. Not yeah. That's that. The yeah. sex just there. <laughs> it's not happening. Okay. And no. mom loves the girl. Michelle shows up in the in the, in the chunky turtleneck. I'm so. Okay. Ugh, I was yeah, bored. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, and yeah. Michelle. I liked until she gave herself away. She was too much with that. I love you. And I love you. She had no self-respect. Hold something back. He said it already mm-hmm. to this other girl.
0: Yeah. It was, to to it was hard you to watch. It was hard to watch. You didn't
1: protect yourself, Michelle. Yeah. You played yourself.
0: Uh, yes. You we did. love
1: ourselves. And then somebody else. RuPaul, can I get an amen?
0: Right. Can I and get
1: an amen? Amen. Like, so that was the whole thing for me. Michelle is great to bring home to mom. Not great for the bedroom. You have to pick one. you got to pick. You want your relationship or great to be home. Now, over time, the mom will get to love whoever you are with. But a first impression is so important to know, you know, is there a Freudian layer here? And then, um, and I do think, and then the brother, you want your brother, your sister, for me, that's who you want to like your shit. Totally. If they can kick it with like the young, with like the crew that is so different to me than the parents, the parents shouldn't like anyone you bring home.
0: Right. Like it, right. it should be
1: your choice. You know what I mean? It, it shouldn't be off the bat that, that, that they, you know, I think it's a work in progress, the parents. So that was my initial thought. Um,
0: now the the yeah. the thing that was really sticking in my craw uh, uh, with the mom, the thing, you know, we didn't, what we didn't get was her hating on one of the women, but it's, something that we got was sort of uh even more unsettling which is that you just got this feeling and, and and now that I've seen this episode I'm sort of like retro I'm I'm retroactively I'm like thinking of all the times mm-hmm. that we've seen this this season and the mom is just I mean when she started crying uh when she started crying upon meeting Michelle I was like oh no if you are cry- like I don't care if you do love that person if you do love that person you don't fucking cry you got to have your kids back because if it's not that person and it's the other person, like, it's like, you can't put that on your kid. You know what I mean? Like now the kid feels like this, like this, like I got to protect my mom from my breakup with like this person that I'm not supposed to be with. But the mom, I mean, it was like this entire season from the way that he just was always kind of like rubbing her shoulders. He's always kind of like rubbing on her knee. It just felt like she needed a lot of care, in a in a way that I I think is odd from a, from a parent to a kid. And, mm-hmm. and it seems like, and then, you know, there's also the, Ooh, the whole can of worms that uh, it's like Matt's, the stuff with Matt's dad is sort of oh, this. Oh my God original sin of his family, you know? Yeah, and exactly. He has to like protect, he has to like protect his mom from even now in his, in his choice uh, of a partner, that whole yeah. relationship. I, I, the, the, the vibes are bad to me. The vibes were bad.
1: First of all, I'm doodling because of how much like it helps me with my nerves when I think of these things. Okay. Doodle. I'm doodling, okay. Um, when I'm doodling looking damn off, doodle. I'm, 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 I'm doodling like crazy, but the dad thing, first of all, single mom, Single mom. My mother raised ten kids. Shout out to my mother. I'm a. from a single mom family. Okay, uh, raising you know uh, raising might be an overstatement for what my mother did. She did the best she could. We are here to tell the tale. Shout out to my mom. Thank you. Okay? You did great. You're great. You're
0: great. What
1: they did to the father was borderline. Oh
0: like, my god. It,
1: it, 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 it was like it was a, it was like a kidnapping. It was like. It was, it felt so gross to display the father, you know, your worst mistakes so on camera like slimy. that for the gratification of this television show. Okay, clearly the, and the father, thank God, it, it comes around, but the father explains what he's been through. But it felt like the father was told he just gets to like see his son in his best light and he gets to be a part of it. And the father probably- Celebration yeah, like yeah, yeah. He already felt yeah. so bad. Obviously he's made some of the worst mistakes a person can make. There's no question that he feels that more than any of us ever could, mm-hmm. do you know what I mean? So then to drag him like this, and it felt like truly like it wasn't on his terms. It felt like, well, like oh, Not I wasn't all. invited here for this.
0: Totally, so, you, know, you
1: put you put me, and it's one thing, fine. Matt and his life didn't ask his dad to treat you, but now Matt, you're grown, okay? Two wrongs don't make a right. So, if this is like payback or you're going to put him mm. on the spot or whatever, it felt really icky. I'm happy it came around that kind of like fixed it for me. But watching it was really, really painful. Seeing this dad kind of dragged publicly felt like, the like airing
0: out like generational trauma and like. Generally,
1: yeah. And, and, and it felt like he was like being publicly like stoned or something. It was just really not the vibes. I am happy it came around and it did give them, you know, they were able, like he said, sorry, and they hugged. And I do think it ended up being beautiful, but there was moments there where I thought this feels unfair. This feels really like this guy was duped and this is not why he was told he was coming here. Um, The mom, and Matt needs to get off the tee. Okay, Matt needs to stop breastfeeding at whatever age she is, yeah. okay? And the mom needs to stop, you know, giving him a bubble bath before, before you know, this is a Trey Charlotte situation from Sex and the City. This mm. is like, you know, a situation, the references here, by the way, I'm not shy. We'll go to 1998 if we have to. We went to Lauren's season and Ari. Okay, we'll go to 1998, Sex and the City. You better believe we will. I tell you what,
0: Sex and the City movie was on on a plane I was on last night. Someone was watching it in the row in front of me. They were watching it on silent. Couldn't read my book too distracted. No, you're watching you're anything watching. that happens is so compelling even and if that i had should, the sound yeah God, it was especially when it was silent because i can tell what they're i can tell what they're saying exactly
1: you know? and also you know that show delivered on every aspect even if it's silent i mean wardrobe in that show was any warning Emmy winning you know what i mean that the set deck in that show was fantastic her apartment we still all want to live in that apartment so it is what it is but the mom, it's enough with the sob story about the mom. It's enough of her, like the single parent, like she didn't have a dad, like this whole thing. I get it. I grew up without a dad. My mother would tell me sometimes, you know, I remember we joined the big brother, big sister program. Okay. This was an idea mm. that when we moved to Canada, my mother wanted us to have like one-on-one kind of, you know, mentorship or whatever from a grown-up, since she was so spread thin.
0: And you had so a lot of, we got, you have a lot yeah, of I siblings.
1: Have nine siblings. So we all had the big brother, big sister program where it's like, Somebody from the community, like there was this local program, which I think is like global, but in our area, was like, you know, some like woman would take me out on on Sundays and I would go one on one with her. We went to things like, you know, she helped me buy a fish and, you know, we just had like a mentorship program where it was like this grown up I could tell anything to, blah, 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 kind of a therapy. Okay. And my brothers all had their own big brother. So the girls had a big sister and, again, and then my brother and and my mom really wanted the brothers to have a big brother as like a, a dad figure for the boys, you know, like tea, shaving, da, 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 whatever it is. And one of my brother's big brother suggested the sleepover, like they would do a camping, like a, a night out sleepover situation. And my mother was like, that's going to be the end of the big brother program. Thank you very much. <laughs> okay. So my brother pulled out of the room. She's like, okay, you're just not going to have a father. And that's gonna be the way it is because I don't trust men. And so it is what it is. You have no father. Okay, and so that was it. Like the girls continued, we continue. For the best, it's thing. for the best. And my mother was like, we're a sleepover. Yeah. You're taking my kid fucking anywhere. <laughs> you know, so we grew up without a mother. She was like, listen, you're gonna grow up without a father. It's gonna be fine. And that'll be what it is. You know what I mean? And so here to be moping about a years ago, yes, it's something that never leaves you. I agree, but it's something you must learn to manage. We must learn to manage this. It cannot be the openness wound that ever was. Sure, it can. You know, things can trigger stuff and bring it up. But they really—it almost felt like it was like throwing every kid who grew up. You know, it's like for some of us, it's also okay too. For some of us, we did have love in other ways. We had each other. You know, some of that was missing to some extent. You know what I mean? Um, just like the good parts of it, you know, I just felt like it's a very repetitive story sure. um, in in that sense, but also the mom sitting there with a ring on her finger. Like she clearly, uh,
0: there's a new somebody eye. in your life. Good eye, Robbie. You know but,
1: yeah. by the way, shout out to Kella, uh, my girl's friend who pointed that out. But, Amazing. you know, ring on her finger. Who's the new person? Like life did yeah. get better Point, you moved on. Yeah. You're not talking let's about see. it. Let's okay. see, let's yeah. see, yeah. It's enough, is enough. Okay. And also like, let's, so yeah, you know, I I felt like she was very insidious. Like this is a person who made herself known that she's going to require a lot from Matt emotionally and and, and quasi romantically, if we're honest.
0: Let me ask you this. Do you think it's too late for Matt to sort of get a, a, a big brother of sorts? And do you have anybody in mind?
1: I mean, like literally, I just wanted, first of all, I felt like we never learned who Matt was.
0: Not at all. all. I don't know his
1: personality. I know nothing about this dude, like truly nothing. Okay, so I don't know what he needs, but to be himself. Right now, I don't know who that person is. So I couldn't even begin to speculate what could help him because I just wanted to get comfortable with being who he is. And I would have loved to get to know him. And I just felt like he was like, not a, a real like he was like you know an avatar that you pick and then they just like put all this stuff on him and we got to learn a lot more about the girls around him but he never really revealed
0: and the girls me. are like saying all this stuff they're saying all, like all these qualities that you have that I'm looking for like everything you had like I've never been able to find and you're the perfect person for me and
1: like, yeah, so like, I think he's like,
0: what fucking name one quality? Name one fucking quality.
1: Yeah. And I do love him. And I feel like I'm being hard on him because he did some things that were really phenomenal. I thought when he came and like talked to the girls, um you are being hard times, on him, but maybe, you know,
0: maybe you know I, like, I think brother. that he did maybe things that were,
1: honor. yeah, I, I felt like, you know, he did things that were really like stand up because he had never, you know, been on the show or whatever before. I feel like he was able to be like hey obviously those girls who came in like love we'll heather situation like when heather walked in he was like hey sorry that happened to you guys i'm obviously not doing that you know he was upfront about stuff and i would have mm-hmm. liked to see more of that rather than these huge stories of him which they were playing from the get-go His mom and dad's so important but who he is was the most important thing for me um but you know yeah that, that's all
0: uh, what did you think of uh Okay. Okay. What did you think of uh, the date where they're rappelling down the building? I'll tell you my. So mine, easy. Mine. Right. No, off, no. Right off the bat, right? I, I was, was like, just "Say it doesn't look that fucking high."
1: First of all, re- you're not climbing up it. Rappelling is the what? easiest part. Going yeah. down the thing. Now, as somebody who is frequent to the climbing gym, okay, easy for me to say, but truly anybody could repel, Like it wasn't. It's not it a cute really date either. Not that not thing on the tarmac. Was horrific Mm. that 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 like she didn't. I feel bad for Michelle not because they gave her not a cute date. She didn't get to look cute. She Mm. didn't get to be cute. Nothing was. Yeah, yeah, it was all terrible. It was broad daylight. Nothing sexy. Not like that date did nothing for me. The repelling was, you know what I would have done, Bachelor in Lockdown? Fucking rent out a movie theater, watch an old film that's public domain. Come on, Casablanca. Yeah, go to a movie
0: theater, have the candy, do the whole thing
1: so no many easy dates they could have done well but, you know yeah. what the
0: problem with uh renting a movie theater and putting on Casablanca is is that they can't uh make these like really fucking ham-fisted metaphors about why that date's activity is like falling in love or like being in a relationship right exactly, exactly. <laughs> because I'm um, chilling yeah, yeah yeah I mean you Oh, they they always hit that hard but It was, uh, it was really, really shocking. She said something pretty insane. She said, um, going down this building symbolizes the risk I took to fall in love with Matt, but I'm already in love with Matt. So I don't need to fall to become more in love with him she was so insane that was and I know that like producers are like making them do they're like making that you know they're they're pulling at that out of them a little bit like it's like oh make this analogy you know what I mean
1: yeah she really um she really put herself out there too much she played herself she didn't protect herself this will be a lesson for her to protect yourself okay um it should be balanced it really just should be balanced. You're not hearing it once. Maybe don't say it 10 times.
0: And you know what That's Abby, all I'm suggesting was like when we in hometowns with her, when we saw the conversations with Michelle and her parents and they're like talking, they're alluding to her last breakup where she was like, you know, just so destroyed and, and never yeah. thought she she's coming back. And it really, I, I mean, I'm not discounting anybody's difficult relationships. I don't know if it, 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 God forbid, it was an abusive relationship, anything toxic. Who the fuck knows? It's it, I'm Not saying that. But she was so broken up, it made me think something, I was like, oh my God, something so awful happened to this girl. Girl cried the same way at the end of this episode. Just sort of puts that into perspective, makes me think like. Are you this broken up about? It's like, I don't know. I don't know when to trust you, really. I, I don't know. know. I,
1: I probably yeah. even skipped. I, I don't even remember seeing that. And to be fair, I watched the finale with three other people. So we were chatting a lot because, mm-hmm. you know, they're, they're out playing these things. So thank God, Baruch Hashem, I missed that. I really can't take, like, they were too intense about how much she loved Matt. I thought it was unfair to her. And, yeah, and the crocodile tears on everything from this, you know, was was just... Yeah, I also did think Matt treated her real like Matt not explaining Matt's breakup. And then we did reveal something about him um in the after the rose where like she wanted to reach out and have a closure conversation. And he said no. He said no. And, he said no. and that revealed something to me about him. She yeah. was really hurting and he said no. And I've been in that position before where somebody was hurting and I said no, it doesn't feel great later. And I try not to do you know what I mean? But mm-hmm. I, I think he could have um that was not great. I thought that she really was in love with him. They put her out to dry. They let her say it a billion times. Um, so shout out to Michelle. Um, at the end of the day, Michelle, I find it boring, but I didn't think she needed yeah. to be, you know, hung out to dry. You know, I think I don't know if I'm allowed to say my thesis or my number one statement about this entire You're absolutely bachelor urge. But um, you know, how does anyone compete when Brie is right there? Uh, this this was this to me was the greatest disservice bachelor you know this bachelor season did was to Brie. Bree here's what I think Bree was
0: here's what I think first of all
1: if you have Brie in a season like nobody's comparing to Brie. Like the bachelor doesn't even Mm -hmm. deserve Brie. Here's what I think happened. People think like, oh, they chose Michelle and Katie, which we'll get to if Mm. we're talking about but the the they chose michelle and katie over brie and i'm like brie probably said no Correct that yeah yeah so brie, with the real story brie was like that's gonna be a no for me dog okay she pulled a randy jackson on this one because brie none of us deserved brie brie was none of us class ever will. ever will
0: ever stunning
1: and and she never dropped the ball even when they were you know? just the old gals in the house, Brie came. Talk about a Prepared. She did oh not come God. to play.
0: Okay. She looked fucking amazing. I Casual felt so bad for too. her. I felt bad for her. Well, I felt bad for her and I felt happy for her when he sent her home because she was crying, crying, crying. Felt bad for her because I don't want, I don't want my treasure to be sad, but I felt happy for her because it was like, this is great of the four of them. Bree needs this the least right of, of the three this, yeah. final contestants yeah. in matt including and in, in including matt it's like she doesn't even know how much she doesn't need this no, no, no brie is about to be dating ceo of a private equity
1: firm you never heard of brie is and an nfl player playing. also at the same time She's whoever she wants yeah. brie is a kind of girl that should that could be the bachelor because she's an unattainable girl Michelle and Katie feel achievable. Okay. Especially, yeah, yeah. you know what I mean? It's like, yeah, if you, if they weren't on the show, like, you know, Brie is a 10 on 10 across the board as a person, as a woman, every aspect, the sophistication, the poise, the, lo- listen, she was kind every step of the way. Now she had more flair being kind. She was cooler. Mm. She just naturally was the coolest Fucking girl there, but she still, even though she could have destroyed anybody there because she was so fucking cool, chose kindness, never got involved in nonsense, was there with a purpose. I mean, Brie, I was Brie and Serena P, shout out to Canada. Mm-hmm. I had to be with my Canadian Serena P. They were the two for me. And mm-hmm. Serena P knew she
0: was better than them. She did now she Serena was better. Serena P. Let me ask you this about Bree. Let me yeah. ask you this about Brie. I also, because I also think she's the coolest girl out here. Coolest girl franchise has ever seen, some would say. Ever seen. We've never gotten a break. At the same time, she quit her job to be there. What was that like for you? And I thought it was,
1: I actually thought somebody, you know, my girl said that like, Oh, like she shouldn't have told him she quit his job, her, her job for this. Okay. But I thought that that's when they took it to the next level. This show is all about making these big reveals and blah, blah, blah. And Mm -hmm. how much, you know, so she was just letting him know, I just want to let you know that I am not here to play. So if you don't see this, you get rid of me this week. I don't care for this house business. Okay. I have my Mm -hmm. friends, my friends. Okay. I got my friends, my mom at home. I am involved. Okay. I may not have conventional family, which is somebody who doesn't come from a conventional family, myself, my father not involved. I really love seeing somebody put together, not all about this. She has moved forward in her life. Somebody like me, that's a great example. Brie, I look at and she's not just, you know, she has, she is moving forward. She is here to slay. Um, So I think her quitting her job, of course you quit your job for this. She'll get a million more jobs like that. Okay. Especially she's letting him know, that she is a capable person. She doesn't just need her savior. She doesn't need Matt to save her from nothing. She will save herself. Okay. Much like Serena P went out and did. Okay. Bree will get another management job, whatever she was doing. Now she could run the fucking joint. Okay. So I'm not worried about her. I think it was fine that she quit her job. None of these other bitches had jobs to quit. How's that?
0: that? She was letting you know that I am contributing to this household. Let me tell you. Robbie, I love this because you really, in a matter of of mere moments, you've changed my thinking. I fucking hated that she quit her job. I couldn't stand it. I made my stomach twist, Uh, but I see you. I think you're, I think you're spot on. Uh, This was a heightened for her job. This is better for her jobs in the future. She's
1: now so much more known. She has shown herself on camera, very difficult thing to do. And she has come out fucking on top in my opinion. Okay. And uh, yeah, I think it, uh, any job she goes to now will know that they are lucky to have this girl. We don't see girls like this. You put her it. across 30 girls and you're going, well, it's Brie Springs. Obviously. Everybody's watching them. Going, it's obviously Bree. And they got Rachel and this nonsense up in that mess. And you're like, what? Mm-hmm. But Brie is there. But they weren't a connection. Matt wasn't smart enough for Brie. Matt himself he is, it. Not, he it. is not layered enough for Brie. Brie is so layered and doesn't show it. A, a simple person might say there was nothing to her. A, a more in-depth person will realize, oh, she is controlled.
0: Controlled, controlled to the
1: max. How- she knows what she's doing here. She's preserving herself. She's letting you know the stakes for her. She's Very looking fire yeah.
0: all along the way. So wow. That's not now, on the on the flip side, on a not so cool moment, I do just want to touch on this before we breeze on to uh, Rachel and that that whole wow. mess, because I know you got something to say about that. Uh, uh, pretty much the uncoolest move we've ever seen. Those fucking jerseys with the goddamn names on them. Mr. That James. Was Michelle Mrs. again. Mrs. James. It was Michelle. That again. was the most was. insane.
1: That was Michelle being way too desperate. I can't watch a desperate It, was, hard. it, just, it, it, it was It, it hard. brings you back to when you first date, when you know what I mean? When you haven't learned these things, uh, it was just shocking at that age to not have had, you know, these girls are in their twenties. It's just like, we have a little it bit more stressful. than being 15, 16. You know what I mean? It's like
0: the putting the name on the jersey it's when like, she when he ooh. like unwrapped it and I could I could start to see you know the second where I could start to no. see that it I said James, I was thinking and then it said Mr. James and I was like oh phew I thought it, I thought she was gonna say Mrs. James and that was <laughs> fucking stupid uh and lo and behold another another comes out and and of course that's it She
1: assumed, you know, we all know you assume you make an ass out of me and you. Yeah, mostly out of of her desperation was unwatchable. Um, I think it doesn't you know, this was the most lackluster reveal of the next bachelor bachelorette that we've ever had. Um. You know, first of all, doing the two at once make a choice. We're like overwhelmed. I'm like, how are they shooting this? I don't want to think about production schedules when I'm thinking of like watching the show. Should have just gone with Michelle and been done with it. I don't understand why they gave us two seasons in a row or who's going first when they're shooting. We don't really want know, to know. Right? Yeah, we're enjoying the show. We're not doing the BTS. A
0: lot of people um, enjoy that so much that I mean, people just like they people love did. BTS so much that I just yeah. think like the Bachelor is in this new era of like capitalizing on that and like. It was uh, so yeah, weird. They want to you know? let you in, you know, but not all the way in. They want to be very strategic about sort but of Michelle like, doesn't seem being transparent. She, she
1: gave herself so much away and was so desperate in these last couple episodes. And maybe that's the way they edited it or whatever. But it's like she doesn't even seem like a hard get now. Like, okay, there's gonna be 30 guys going for her, but it was like Serena P seemed like a not get. You make Serena P the bachelorette, it's okay. This bitch will make a decision. You know, like it it felt like, okay. like if you were in the dating world, you could maybe see Michelle and Katie out, which, again, makes them more relatable or whatever. But I watched the show in part for fantasy. To me, Matt was like a fantasy guy. He's like the most gorgeous person we've ever seen on the show. He was so poised. Mm
0: -hmm. He was,
1: you know, the way that he carried himself was unbelievable. I thought he was extremely mature. Um, thoughtful, you know, I wish I saw more of his personality, but that's me being hard on him under the circumstance. I think he was an incredible bachelor. Um, you know, and he seemed like somebody that not just any girl walking could get, like, he seemed like a 10 on 10, you know what I mean? And that's reality. what I want for this show. I want, Oh, I could, you know, we could never get that. Oh my God. Imagine getting a guy like that. Imagine getting a girl like that. I don't have that feeling with the new bachelorettes, the way they did it, like, wah, wah, like they mm. were like, you know, it was it was strange. They ended on such you know they blew themselves up. They mishandled so much of the season that to end even on that, I think it should have been a reveal in a later episode. I think the conversation we were having agree, was yeah. too important and too like hurtful to then go. And by the way, here's the next batch. Totally. it was just like
0: too Bad much of like, Yeah, yeah. It was yeah. a
1: brain switch for me. I was like, we were ending on a really you know hurtful. I thought Matt and Rachel, like they were, it was, you know, you could feel the tension. You could feel their conversation. It was uh, very it was compelling like to switch. watch. Yeah,
0: yeah, 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 man. I don't know. Uh, Rachel, okay, okay. So yeah, so Rachel, right? Rachel, um, we get Rachel in her hotel room. Right. Chris Harrison shows up at her door. Oh, right, yes. No date today. Right and you can see her face just fall which yeah i mean for me personally can't super relate to this uh i love a hotel room and i mm-hmm. i love when plans get canceled uh and it's it's not my not fault it. you know yeah so this would have been great news for me but i can understand uh in her position not so oh, yeah. much um yeah what do you think I was about ex- this I-,
1: I thought that it was because all of her uh, past behavior had come out. I thought it was like, I thought that that maybe that had caught up with again, me thinking production when the severe, but I don't think they knew about this drama yet. I think they were still in the bachelor bubble. I I don't know at what point. So that's what I was thinking it was. And then it ended up being this racial thing and him not knowing if he wants to get engaged to begin with. I thought her outfit, if I can say, um, if I can say shallowly, uh, that her outfit was excellent in the hotel room, that black outfit that she was wearing um, looked amazing. And then she switched to the dark green, like emerald type glittery dress, because I think she thought she was getting engaged. Um, but I think that black outfit could have gotten her a proposal possibly. She had her look ready for that last date and then she never got to use that look. And it was one of her best looks for
0: me. That's just on a very irrelevant, um, Not irrelevant at all. It was absolutely one of her best looks, although I uh, don't think it was very close at all because I'm not afraid to say, I think Rachel's uh, wardrobe sucked shit the entire season, that she was a remarkably bad dresser, but almost in like an optical illusion kind of way. It doesn't doesn't like jump out at you as being bad, but when you look, because it sort of like blends in, like it's all the most basic, like Mm -hmm. Southern sorority- it's just like nothing you know what i mean like that yeah, i didn't grow up, up with southern whatever
1: yeah i didn't grow up with like southern uh sorority i mean i never had a sorority i don't think you know jews are even you know invited yet to these things but yeah 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 you know what i mean um but i did think she was not the worst dresser by far i mean i think michelle's chunky uh turtlenecks we're so on like, they well, her were, they were, kids they were, were not, watching
0: her fucking eight year old kids were watching. Uh, it's enough.
1: Yeah. It's enough. Go to bed. It's a primetime show. Michelle, yes. you've got a great body. It's enough is enough. Okay. Yeah. Um, and you know, and I thought kit, I mean, when we're talking fashion, it's obviously Brie and kit to the top. I mean, for yes. wore. war, you know, and, and this is also a price point, you know, I, I, you know, not everybody, you know, they're coming with what they can come with. And I really appreciate it. So I thought Rachel really had some great standout. She also had some flops. Which were wrists. Brown you know, dress. Brown of, dress was bad. She had like some type of I think she had a, a midriff top where it was like showing the belly. It was like very strange cut. I don't know if that was her, if I'm attributing to somebody else. But uh, you know, Kit at one point I think wore Gucci tights. i'm mm-hmm. <laughs> just to give an idea. Uh so you know, the level of fashion that we had this season between Brie and Kit, who could compete. Right. Yeah. She was in, in overhead. She was in her head for sure. I thought Rachel started looking good. You know, I thought for me, what I thought, you know, I think after the final rose was my big takeaway with the Rachel and Matt thing. I mean, I completely agree with everything he said. I think, you know, she was sorry, but he's not responsible that she's sorry. You know, I love that he and, said that too. Yeah, I love he was, that I said he that. was really well spoken and I kind yeah. of let him direct me on how to feel about this for totally. their relationship. So it was like, he said everything that needed to be said. I think he handled it really well. Um, you know, I think, I think it's just. I mean, everything that happened needed to happen. You know, it's one of those things where it's like, yeah, it it sucks, but you also, you know, and I think she spoke well. I think it was good that they were able to have the conversation. I thought everybody was being really generous to her. I thought the host was being generous to her. Um, I thought, you know, Matt, and I thought she came and she did also speak and that was good of her. Um, But I do think that I completely, you know, Matt said everything we had to say. Like, it's great that you recognize this is, wrong it's weird that you know I didn't even know also my girl said that at these parties the men come as soldiers so even if yeah, you're feigning yeah. that you didn't know it's like when you ask mm-hmm. a dude like hey why are you dressed as a soldier
0: yeah like yeah. what yeah
1: yeah you know, if, if I showed up to a party and the men were all in sol- I'd be like what's what's the outfit what's the costume about you know yeah. they told me it was about this war so even if you're feigning ignorance it's like you would at least ask why that like why are we dressed this way like it was just too much and it's okay to be, you know, she, you know, but it was like, it's not his responsibility to wait for her to catch up to also have like, you know, it's just, he's not about to embark on this relationship with this kind of, he doesn't need this attack. He doesn't need to be involved in this. Yeah. So, I thought it
0: was so compelling too. And I thought like, I mean, I think it's, it's so compelling to like watch this play out on national TV because yeah. it's not about like, you're right. She spoke well. And uh, I, you know, there's something to be said for like, she fucking came to you know what I mean? She showed up and she like sat and, and you know, she What she, she had to do, covered. by the she way, had she to- had no choice. I'm not giving her too much credit either. It's like, what else would you do? Right, right, right. You know? Um, At the same time. So it's not. yeah, I'm not I'm not trying to offer her too much uh, grace. And that's not my place or or anything like that. But it is fascinating that it doesn't feel like we've seen on TV before, right? uh, uh, Sort of the fallout of this stuff and like the ensuing conversations and like, yeah, sort of like, where do we go from here? And it's not about forgiving her or like applauding her or, you know, but it's just very interesting that we actually get to watch him stand his ground like that and like say yeah say exactly what needed to be said and for her to uh respond you know
1: yeah i think she's heartbroken i think he's heartbroken i think for them like we really saw that they really like holy shit like they were they really liked each other it's a fucking shame and a half
0: yeah and to sit in that like complex feeling of like this is man this is what that this is what racism fucking did like look at the situation that we're in you know situation below i mean chris harrison even it
1: wasn't just him you know saying his opinion it's that he went off for 15 like it was like so crazy to go for so long unchecked
0: Mm -hmm. like okay
1: if he said want, you know if well, rachel Lindsay,
0: she was so brilliant i mean she's sitting there like yeah. hundred no, percent. She, she
1: can't, yeah. she almost can't believe that he's still going unchecked. Yeah. 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 This long that he's not catching on. Yeah. I mean, so, you know, played himself showed himself and it's, and also it's like Chris Harrison's like, what, like, I don't even know who's hosting next. They also, Oh yeah. They had too many reveals at the end of this really important complex conversation. And then they had like, who's going to be hosting is like these two women that I don't remember. And maybe, maybe, <laughs> you know, I don't know. I think it's two women. I don't know. But then they also revealed Taysha two Caitlin. women. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. it's Tasha. No, who's Caitlin? And Kate. Oh, we don't She's... know Caitlin.
0: Caitlin, Caitlin, know was from... I... Caitlin was from a little bit before my time. I came in with RE oh. season. So Caitlin was sometime yeah, in the Caitlin. like couple years before that. Um, yeah, but yeah, I'll
1: check Caitlin out. But it's like, great, Tasha, that's fine. You know, I don't know why they need two people, but they're changing a lot. And then they right away had two bachelorettes. So it's like, I don't know. I think the show maybe needs some time off, just in general. To yeah. Figure out instead what of the doubling up, going. how
0: about you're how doubling about down? I'm off.
1: Yeah, you're you're doubling down. You're scrambling, and um, you should just take a moment to breathe and to think and to really get this right. I think it's too important to just like, and we're gonna jump. Like, just take a second to get this right. Let's think Absolutely. about Absolutely.
0: Well, you know you know, whenever, whenever, uh, the bachelor comes back, whenever they've straightened, whenever they've, you know, we've moved a little bit further down the road, Robbie, I would love to see you as the host.
1: We'll That's have way to, way yeah. Oh, it. thank you. know what? I, I think I'd be a
0: great host. I know you're busy. Right, you yeah, I know you're know. busy, but no, I, I
1: know I would, I would ask the tough questions. I think we're ready for a host. And I think Tasha, because I know Tasha from two seasons now, Tasha, I really can get behind. Um, and I really hope that we have a host who really asks these condescends things, like, rather than just like, here's the date card, here's the thing. Like, I don't really know what Chris did. He's just more of like, we have a history with him. So it's scary sort of to change things, yeah. but like, but he's been here for so long, but beyond that, what? Yeah. Nothing yeah. else. So it's like, I'm excited. Like I would love if Tasha and Caitlin or whatever were like, do you really like this person? Like, like what's happening? What are you wearing tonight? Like, what's the plan? That's how much did you drink tonight? No, like, what yeah. did you have for dinner? Did you guys really eat the food? What's happening? Who are you jealous of? Who are you most threatened by? Who do you think your competition here is? I want to know the tea. Get me the tea. Be a host. Do your digging. I'd pop up in people's hotels. i like, so let's have a chat. Like,
0: <laughs> you know, is a
1: good kisser? Like, what's the deal? Like, how? you know what I mean? Did he like,
0: have a boner? Who do you think jealous yeah. of you? Who do you think jealous yeah. of you? I so. love it, Robbie. I think you have all the answers. I think you're asking the right questions. Um, I'm humbled. It's a, it's been an honor to have oh. you on the pod to hear your 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 rotten little thoughts uh, that I have that I've really come around on just in the space of an hour. Or so thank you so much for being here.
1: Thank you for having me here. And um, why don't I'm you tell people? Involved.
0: Yeah, where can people find you? Where can people find the show formerly known as Dyke Vice? Robbie Hoffman Consulting Group. It is my weekly
1: call-in show. We do everything from finance to fashion to dating to debt. Whatever you need, there's nothing I really don't touch on. There's nothing I really don't know. I apologize here being humble, but um, you can find me. You know, my show is every Thursday uh 10 p.m eastern time 7 p.m pacific time on planetscum.live we just released our new merch we have a beach towel for the summer the roaring 20s we will be vaccinated we will be at the beach in a warm towel um you can follow me on all my social media twitter i am robbie hoffman that's at i am robbie hoffman and on instagram robbie hoffman r-o-b-b-y h-o-f-f M-A-N, thank you so much for having me.
0: Thank you so much for being here, Robbie Hoffman. Y'all, this was Bachelor Theory. My name is Julia Delois. Thanks for listening.